0: Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Multiverse Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Dean holtz Alongside of me, as always, is the man o. he's never going to give you up. He's never going to put you down.
1: Oh, I'm always going to put you down.
0: He's never going to hurt you. Yeah, you guessed it. I have a... I have a... Damn. Rick Astley. Frank Stallone? Yep. <laughs> no, it's my George. You know that. that. And uh, so today, Monday, on the 28th of the December, in the year of our Lord... Um, <laughs> um. We fast-tracked, as uh, we're going to use the term that Warner Brothers has used. We're fast-tracking our Wonder Woman review. Fast-tracked! Yeah, zoom Zoom Zoom. Um, <laughs> there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot of craziness going on surrounding this movie. <coughs> Plus, the fact that it just came out and we figured we'd jump on the wave. Instead of waiting a whole week and stuff like that, might as well just release it today and we'll move forward from here. Maybe it's something we might have to evolve the podcast with as more movies come out. About to do the those movies a little earlier than a typical, you know. We'll have to figure it out going forward. It's a uncharted territory for us.
1: Uncharted, uncharted. Uncharted. Saying. I know. Uncharted.
0: Yeah. What was the other word? The fucking said. Uh, chemical was it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not a chemical. Yeah. But um, so here we are, One Woman, Eighty Four, and um, but we have some uh, some craziness that happened over the weekend. Um, within like. 48 hours of the movie coming out, they, re- they announced Wonder Woman 3. Yeah. I'm happy about that, are you? Extremely. Yeah, I know people are giving us some shit, like, oh, why are we getting this movie? It's like, they made Thor 3. Thor 2 is is literally one of the worst comic movies I've ever seen in my life. So why would they not make a sequel to, well, yes, Wonder Woman 84 is, uh, spoiler, it's nowhere near as good as the first one. It's still a fun Movie though, I still really enjoyed it. I know you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. At least I think you did. I did. You lying? I'm not lying. Your nose is growing.
1: It's because I'm half. No, I'm not white. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm, um, ha-
1: I'm half puppet. Ah, oh, gotcha. Yeah, or the left half. It's weird.
0: <laughs> but um, like yeah. Oh, there's the, no strings on me. The the first Wonder Woman is is one of the most successful. Compo movies. It's one of the most mm-hmm. favorite. It's, I would say, it's even one of the best. I mean, yes, it didn't make my top ten, but it was one of honorable mentions, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, um, why would you not make a? Why would you not round out a trilogy? Yeah, you know. And and Gal Gadot is be, very quickly becoming, you know, uh, one of the biggest stars in Hollywood because she's Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. and she's elegant, she's beautiful, she carries herself the way a woman should carry, or well, anybody should carry themselves. Yeah,
1: she's Pro- very Professional. professional. I, she's yeah. not like slopping it up like fucking. You know she's not. You know we're not getting fucking shots of her drunk coming out of the fucking clubs and yeah. riding
0: around. You know as as or she's, or she's not a cunt like Brie Larson is. You know she's a very professional, elegant woman. How dare you say something derogatory
1: against a woman? Fuck Brie Larson. <laughs> same face. Yeah. It's and, like and, how Cornette calls Johnny Gargano and jo- Johnny Same Face. Yeah. That's Brie Larson.
0: Brie Same Face. You know, and I, I'm, I'm not going to go into any rants or stuff like that, but I do want to defend this movie. And I know you probably want to defend this movie oh, as well, yeah, you know. I, yeah. And I, I'm t- really tired of DC just like never getting their due. Yeah. Like I've enjoyed eighty percent of the DCEU so far. Here's because cause Joker is not <clears throat> in the DCEU. Yeah. and it's just like they can. I feel like they can never but do anything DCEU. right to the fans. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like either they're bitching it's too dark or they're bitching it's too campy. It's like what do you what do you want? I don't want DC to be like Marvel. Do you? you? You can't make
1: DC movies like Marvel. And it was a thing that it was a thing that Zack Snyder said. He said that you can't make DC movies the same way you did Marvel. Because a lot of the a lot of the characters in the DC property, we've had them around for a long period of time. Not in terms of them as comic characters, but in terms of other media. Video games, TV shows, cartoons, these characters have always been around. Mm. Shit, Batman Superman had been around live action since the forties. Yeah. With George Reeves, uh, with George Reeves and uh, Lewis—I uh, can't remember his name—but mm-hmm. the, but the first guy to play Batman live action. Like mm-hmm. these are characters that have been around for so long, so you can't basically go against what's been done with the characters and be like, "All right, we're going to throw them in this, and we're going to have them jokey and quippy." That doesn't work for those characters. Mm-hmm. It's never work for those characters.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Only a only a handful of DC characters can be jokey and quippy.
0: And Batman's not one of them.
1: Batman is not one of them. Superman is not one of them. Wonder Woman, not one of them. No. Like, the main members... Flash
0: and Green Lantern. Flash, yeah. It, yeah.
1: Hal you Jordan, know? Green Lantern, yes. Yeah. But, you know, they're, they're not all fucking Tony Stark, and they're not all... Uh, mm. I mean, I know, yeah, I know the Incredible Hulk kind of show in the 70s, and yeah, they had some other, like, little, like, horseshit things here or there mm-hmm. with the other characters, but when they... Started the MCU, they basically had a blank slate to work from with Iron Man, because the other, the only other version of Iron Man we got before that was, what, the cartoon in the 90s?
0: Yeah, which wasn't good. Yeah. That cartoon so wasn't it's... good at all. Yeah. Actually, out of all those cartoons in the 90s, the only ones I remember being good was Spider-Man and X-Men. Yeah. And Spider-Man was really nothing like the comic books. Nope. A lot of characters were really kind of bastardized yeah. versions of it, if, if my memory serves me correctly. Like
1: DC tries to hold the characters to the to the source material because yeah. that's where your audience is. Casuals just <laughs> bitch just for the reason of bitching, where they're like, they're mad like, oh well, Maxwell Lord was a weak villain. Well, he's a fucking businessman. What are you expecting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, him he's, to have fucking super strength and laser eyes? Yeah, he's not. a... Um, he's a regular person.
0: He's <laughs> not. He wasn't really true to his uh, comic book form, but you can always morph him into that kind of, you know? Maybe The Rock has... Um, I mean, this is going to be a spoiler review. Uh, We don't pussyfoot around. We're not going to give you a non-spoiler review and just be vague and all our stuff. Yeah. Um. Maybe we'll get Maxwell Lord with the telepathic abilities. Maybe it's a residual effect of the rock. I know you said it to me over the weekend Mm -hmm. that that could be something they could do, and I, I, it very well could be.
1: He he may have renounced his wish, but he still has the stone in him.
0: Yeah. I mean, the the stone is still
1: part of him. It's Mm -hmm. not like he renounced and all of a sudden there was a pile of uh, dust on the floor. Yeah.
0: That was the stone. Yeah. So I mean. We'll see. And it's just, I get really irritated with it because there are people that, and look, it's not a perfect film. It's got its flaws. Don't get me wrong. It's it's It has its flaws. And, and we're, we'll talk about them a little bit in in the review. Um, but there were some people that really, ooh, excuse me, really with the way they've reacted to this movie kind of really made me mad. Um, and it's just, like you know there were there were people that were out there going, Oh, why did Wonder Woman you know um you know she what am I trying to say um like she wasn't like kicking ass and taking names it's just like well, if well you, that's if, not if you know anything about the character, she is a pacifist first, well, not so much a pacifist, but she's like a
1: she's the the term I saw in action she she's a paragon of like peace and hope yes where she's going to yeah. she's going to go for the peaceful route first but mm-hmm. if she has to crack a few jaws yeah. no she, she has will. to
0: do what's got to be done what is she going to do to Maxwell Lord punch him official kill him you know what I mean she, cuz she's so strong mm-hmm. you know and it's just like obviously your. Let's well, even later, you don't have. Let's well, even knowledge. stop watching yeah. shows from the nineties to well, get your comic book yeah. knowledge. Well, that's also
1: like with the the fight in the White House
0: when mm-hmm. Steve. I thought pulled, that was a good fight. When
1: Steve pulls out the sword and she says, "No, it's not their fault." Like, mm-hmm. don't kill them mm-hmm. because they don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They don't realize that they're under it was a Great fight too. It was. Yeah,
0: it was. Um, it, and the fight scenes. Well, we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. because that's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. that that was a great fight. Um, but it's just, it's irritating. It's irritating, because you can see the writing on the wall. The moment anything negative comes out about a movie, I can tell who's not going to like that movie. Yeah. Like, I knew Brett wasn't going to like that movie the moment any bad review came out about that movie. It's, that's no, that's no offense to my tattoo artist, my friend Brett, but I just, First and first, his movie taste confused the fuck out of me. Because he likes the sequel trilogy and Captain and Captain Marvel, but he didn't like this movie. But I'm not taking a shot at him. I'm saying I can certain people I can tell what they're gonna like because obviously if a ton of bad reviews come out for a movie and you read those reviews, you're gonna go into this movie thinking this movie is shit. Yeah. So that's gonna sway your judgment. Um, which is why I always tend to try to watch movies opening night. Because I don't want a pre notion. I don't want uh, yeah,
1: a review uh-uh. to to, to unless I going think the out.
0: movie is going to be shit like yeah. I did with the sequel trilogy of Star Wars I knew yeah. this movie was going to be shit plus I also was so burned by Disney at that point with Star Wars I didn't care about spoilers so I listened to them um, but like, I could, I could, you could tell who's not going to like this movie and who isn't and um, it just makes me mad because as I've said before people are bitching that they fast tracked Wonder Woman 3 which I'm really curious when that's going to come out because Patty Jenkins has to make Cleopatra and Rogue yeah. Squadron so I'm wondering if they're like hey get this movie made like ASAP and maybe it'll be out in 2022. I did see something. I need to confirm it. Uh, I saw it on one thing. And I know... I don't really like John Campia. But I know he was doing... His main topic for the, his YouTube today. So I'm, when, when he goes up back and divides it into topics... So I can listen to a 10-minute like section. Apparently DC is going to do... They want to do four theatrical movies a year. Hmm. So I'm wondering if this is going to be fast tracked to like 2022. I
1: did I did see some other stuff where they said that they that they also were going to do some possible spinoffs that are going to be HBO Max exclusives mm-hmm. like Batgirl. That's going to be an H- HBO Max. Yeah, there I'm was sorry, no but Batgirl, Batgirl, uh, Batgirl.
0: can't carry a movie. For
1: and the uh, an HBO show would work. And Static Shock. I yeah. think I think they're going to do that for HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Course, I, the Peacemaker I, show. Yeah. Well, well, I think there's going to be movies. Like, like we know oh, Pacebook is going to yeah, be a show, yeah, yeah, and we know yeah. *Justly Dark is going to be a show. Mm-hmm. But I I think, like, Batgirl and Static Shock, which mm-hmm. I think are in the pipeline, are going to be exclusively HBO Max. Okay. Which, I mean, it's it's a smart move because, um, I mean, I know a lot of people like Batgirl, but I don't think she yeah. has to, to carry a theatrical. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's enough behind it to carry a theatrical movie. And Static Shock has its fans, but not enough to where it's going to make, you know... Seven hundred fifty million at the box office. Yeah,
0: um, <clears throat> but, I think so I
1: think they'll see. I think they'll see where they go from there. Yeah, and if it gets a lot, if it gets a lot of good press, it gets a lot of subscribers, gets a lot of watches, then maybe from there, if they decide to go sequel routes with it,
0: they'll do that or do like live action series. Yeah, I'm really curious when this third movie is going to come out because, like I said, uh, Patty Jenkins was, is supposed to go start work on Cleopatra for Paramount this year coming up mm-hmm. and then she's supposed to go right in the Rogue Squadron so I'm wondering if they're going to push back Rogue Squadron and fast track this like they said
1: you really think they're going to you really think fucking Disney gonna, is going to is going to push back Rogue Squadron so Patty Jenkins can make an, a DC
0: movie which might- is their like direct competition she might be like, "Hey, I gotta do this. I gotta do this first. Because she was a, listen. She was already contracted to do Wonder Woman three. All this talk coming out that they might not do it, it was just hearsay. They announced this movie fast because they sat on this news. Yeah, they knew they, they were going to make a Wonder Woman three no matter how how good or bad this yeah, movie was. The the ones they're not going to let Gal Godot leave DC. Right. I saw a
1: I saw another article where they were talking about how they're going to have how they want to do more DC related shows for HBO Max. Like surrounding, like like sort of like surrounding some side characters, and there were some people that were like, like why, like like it, like it, it's gonna be too much. And my response to that is, really, because didn't invest, didn't Disney Investor Day announce way too many fucking side projects for other things? Yeah, like you guys didn't bitch when they announced ten different side projects for Star Wars or everything that they announced for fucking uh for Marvel. Uh-huh. It's like yeah, I give a shit about a fucking She Hulk show where the girl playing She Hulk is five foot seven.
0: It's just gonna be it's just a backdoor <laughs> show for Incredible because they yeah. don't have the rights. But Ironheart. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. You're making mad.
1: <laughs> the fucking Eternals, Shang Chi. Shit like that. Like you're like you're gonna bitch because Oh I don't give a fuck about like, Eternals. But like you're gonna bitch because they're gonna do like uh, a fucking spin off show for you know, like Green Lantern. Yeah. But you're gonna do your fucking pants over the Eternals.
0: Yeah. Sorry, I got nothing for you. <laughs> I'm excited to see what, uh, yeah. what if, if the back row show is going to be anything. Um, well, okay, we, know I'll, Joss, I'll, well we know Joss,
1: well, we know Josh Sweden won't be part of it, so good.
0: <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll keep my comments to, to myself about any possible castings because I have a feeling I know where they're going to go with it, but All right. Um, just following the current trend of erasing redheads from Hollywood, <laughs> but um, anyway, uh,
1: let's make it Alicia Silverstone again. Oh,
0: god. <laughs> oh, god. <laughs> No, it should be fucking Karen going. Yeah, so that's that's why I think it is. Or you can get the. I mean, I I wanted her to play Carrie Kelly in a live action movie, but the chick from uh, it. Oh, Beverly Lillis? Yeah, I think she'd be a good. Uh, Sophia Lillis. Her character's
1: name was Beverly. Yeah, Hull. yeah, yeah. I knew um, her from that. Yeah,
0: I think she'd be. I, I mean, I think she's a perfect Carrie Kelly, but she would be a good Barbara Gordon as well. Yeah, especially at that age. I mean, that's kind of when Barbara kind of became backer anyway so mm-hmm. you have her just kind of kicking ass as i mean obviously not batman's batman's sidekick but backer was her very very much her own entity as well yes. so and i think that'd be perfect to as an origin to make her you know 18, i mean she doesn't 19. i mean she doesn't
1: have any of her own like separate villains or obviously part of the no, Batman no, 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 universe no, no. but that's fine you can have her yeah. take on some some other side villains you have mm-hmm. her face like a clay face make a make it a detective or, story
0: yeah yeah. So,
1: or some or some of the corrupt businessmen like uh, Rupert Thorne or John Daggett stuff like that. You know.
0: Yes, yeah, so Simon Stagg, we which we saw yeah, in. We saw, yeah. I mean, I'm to be fair, he's kind of old in '84, so I'm assuming he's dead.
1: <laughs> oh, he left everything to his son. That's like, oh, Simon Stagg is my father. I'm Simon Stagg Jr. And, he has, and he's Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> I liked Eisenberg. But people will bitch and say, oh, yeah. why, is he, why is he acting like the Riddler?
0: Yeah. Okay. But um. Yeah, I just, I, I'm just irritated. I'm yeah. irritated because it's just like DC can't win. Oh. But anyway, let's uh, let's start getting into this. At the end of this, I'm going to give you an updated, quick rundown ranking with 84 in it. From my original ranking that I gave you guys when we started this podcast. Um, I am not because I didn't
1: know we were doing this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I forgot to tell you. I'm sorry. <laughs> though. Um, I'm not going to like talk about the movies. Just going to run them down like I did last time when we started it. Just bang like that. Um, <clears throat> so let's um well, Let's get the Rotten Tomatoes score out of the way first. Do we have to? I mean, I don't nobody cares about Rotten Tomatoes anymore. Unfortunately, well, some, some people, people still do. do though. Unfortunately.
1: Marvel fans do.
0: Yeah. Of course. But um, Captain Marvel got <laughs> it. It lost its certified fresh, which is really which is depressing to see, don't get me wrong. But it seems to be holding fast at a sixty five percent for the critic and a seventy three percent for um Don't forget.
1: Joker lost its certified status also. Did
0: Joker lose it? Yes, did it, it did. It? I know, um but this is the exact same percentage scores as Aquaman, and that was a billion dollar movie. And mm-hmm. I if you guys know remember, I think Aquaman is the best movie of the DCU. Um that's just my personal opinion. I because I think it's a Barrel fun, as people would say, uh, a barrel of fish, a school of fish. Barrel laughs. Barrel laughs.
1: A laugh riot.
0: Blubber cracks. Okay. F- whatever. But when um, people are really freaking out about it, it's like, well, yeah, because the original Rotten Tomatoes score was like fifty critics. So yeah, yeah. of course, if more people are going to see, and it's to me, it just doesn't add up because it, it does have a lot of positive reviews as well. But again, Rotten Tomatoes is bullshit. It's corrupt, um, and it really doesn't mean anything. But unfortunately, there are people out there that take Rotten Tomatoes as gospel, and it's a shame. Yeah. People just fall for that bullshit. But, um, so let's um, let's get into our movie review, mm-hmm. and um, let's, uh, let's start. So it was released last week on the 16th overseas. Um, I know it was released in China. I mean, obviously, we're in the middle. We're still... In you know COVID in a lot of countries, so I don't know all the countries it's been released in overseas. I know China was one of them. I would assume parts of Europe as well, but I I just don't know, and I really did not feel like trying to find out. But I know it was released in China, and and it did. Um, I did I did write it down. So and then of course it was released here. On HBO Max and in theater mm-hmm. on Christmas Day, and we saw it in theater, mm-hmm. which is really nice to go to the movies again. Yeah. I've re- George and I are big, big moviegoers. We love going. It's one of my favorite things to do, and I'm really happy that we were, they were still open around us, because Regal, obviously, when was that, October when Regal shut down? September, october Something like that. Whenever No Time to Die got postponed, and I know I was worried that AMC was going to follow really shortly after, and and thankfully it didn't, and... Um I plan on going to see a lot of movies in 2021 if we're able to go. Yeah. So I'm I'm hoping we're able to. Um its budget was uh, a whopping 200 million dollars, but then again it's a blockbuster film. It was projected to be a billion dollar movie which um I mean it's unfortunately not going to, but uh it's box office I think it for all intents and purposes everyone that I have seen talk about this this is actually a huge success with uh 16.7 million In its opening Christmas weekend in a pandemic, yeah, that's the United States. Worldwide, it's at eighty-five million, and Mm -hmm. most of that was China. So, um, a lot of people are saying that this was a really big opening weekend for the circumstances that we're in. Mm -hmm. I obviously, I mean, this uh, this is um, I forgot to check the numbers, and I don't feel like pulling on my laptop. Uh, Or I mean, it's right in front of me. I just don't feel like turning it on right now. But um, this like blew Tenet out of the water for its Mm -hmm. opening weekend. So if it the projections keep going this movie should make its budget back which is all just pocket money for AT&T because they didn't pay for the movie so any money they're making they're just pocketing yeah so um, and obviously uh, from what I heard the HBO Max subscribers uh, obviously were huge because they announced yeah. one of them three uh, from I've
1: what, heard for, for, from what I for, from what I read today they said half of HBO Max subscribers watched One Woman 84 on I heard this I app.
0: heard the app crashed Oh, I don't well, like look on Christmas Day. I heard the app crashed because so many people were trying to watch it. I'm not making it up. I, I legit heard that mm-hmm. or, or read it from like a, you know reliable yeah. sources. You know, um, it was directed by Patty Jenkins. I like Patty. It's yeah. Uh, produced by I don't know why this movie has so many producers. Though. I was writing them out. Why not? Pro- produced by Charles Roven, uh, Deborah, Zack Snyder. So Snyder still has the in, the footprint and the hands on with mm-hmm. with these DC movies. I know a lot of people are, don't think he does, but he's right, he's right here. He's right here. Uh, Patty point. Jenkins, Gal Gadot, and Stephen Jones. Screenplay by ba- Patty Jenkins, Jeff Johns, mm. and Dave Callahan. Um, I love Jeff Johns, but his the movies he tends to be a part of, the script writing, tend to have some flaws with them. Yes. Um, I mean, I am a Green Lantern fan, but that movie was very problematic. Um, story by Patty Jenkins and Jeff Johns, who, who I've heard they've written the story for Wonder Woman 3. I don't know if they're going to use that story, because with the whole controversy with Jeff Johns and yeah. Josh Whedon so who knows where that's going to be but I've heard that they do actually have a script written or story treatment for Wonder Woman 3. Music by Hans Zimmer which was I thought the score was fantastic. fantastic. Oh my god. Yeah. He, took, he took his original Wonder Woman score that he created for Batman vs. Superman mm-hmm. and just like amplified it to like a million and it was I couldn't believe how much better it was and that was I love the Wonder Woman score from the first movie and the one you know Batman vs. Superman. Starring Gal Gadot which is Godot. I always say Godot, but I've heard I've been told it's the proper way to say is Godot. Go got it. Got it, yeah. Chris Pine, Pedro Pascal, Kristen Wiig, Robert Wright, and Connie Nielsen, and George. Take, her, take us away.
1: In her youth, Diana Prince participated in a multi-stage athletic competition on Themyscira against older Am- Amazons, <clears throat> overseen by Queen Hippolyta. After falling from her horse, Diana takes a shortcut to catch up to it and resumes the competition. Just before she wins, her aunt Antiope removes her from the competition, lecturing that no true hero is born from lies. The opening I shot is
0: fan fucking. I love this. Fantastic. Yeah, I thought this was fantastic. I love everything in Themyscira that we've seen in the DCU so far. I I, I think it's fantastic. They got uh, the castings, you know, of uh, Hippolyta and Antiope are um, are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love the look of it. And um it's between this and another scene that's my favorite of the mm-hmm. film but it's epic. You're starting yeah. off and you're coming in through mm-hmm. I had a, this whole movie made me feel of and people have said it it was kind of a love letter to the Richard Donner Superman films. Yeah. I got that feel from this movie. And I got this from the beginning too when they were like the the names were popping up on the mm-hmm. screen and they were kind of going through the mouths of it did feel kind of felt like that. Camera style from when they did the opening credits for the Superman movies, wouldn't you agree? I agree, yeah. Um, I thought I thought these Olympic games were were fun, Mm -hmm. really fun. And that was the
1: same girl that played young, Mm -hmm. uh, young Diana in Mm -hmm. Wonder Woman, the first Wonder Woman, yeah. I'm gonna say Wonder Woman 1918,
0: yeah. Um, she is 13, I believe. She's also only four feet tall from what I read. Yeah. So she might not ever be actual. Wonder Woman. Because <laughs> Wonder Woman's supposed to be like almost six feet tall. Right. But uh, great opening scene. Great opening scene. Yeah, and it was. I mean, you can
1: tell where. I mean, yeah, you can tell like where the CGI was, which is fan- But it was fantastic. Yeah. And I, I want to see more of that. I would like them. I would like to see some sort of uh, maybe like a show or like a miniseries about. Uh, like for, mm-hmm. about the mascara, mm-hmm. like maybe we'll and, and maybe other some self-taughts like like yeah. Nubia
0: and stuff like that. Like That'd be really nice for Donna Troy. Yeah, yeah. So
1: well, I mean, we'll we'll, 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 well Donna Troy is on Titans. Oh, yeah. So she maybe is. we'll get. So maybe if she gets a spin-off on Themyscira, mm-hmm. it'll be... Maybe it'll star the girl that plays Donna Troy, right. Con- uh, Connor Leslie. Mm-hmm. Which I would be... I'd be 100% okay with that, because yeah. she's fantastic as Donna Troy on mm-hmm. Titans. And, and, a lot of people don't like Titans. Especially, I'm going to start watching. Especially the yeah. second season, because, yeah, the second season is kind of like a mixed bag, because mm-hmm. it tried to jam a lot of stuff in. But I I, I was I was highly entertained by it.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to start so. watching it really, really soon. I might even start this week. Um but yeah, I thought I loved that opening with the music playing, mm. Hans Zimmer's new uh new take on the the theme. Epicness, is all I gotta the, say. The, in, my, in my opinion, mm. I thought the opening The score
1: was, makes that scene. You have the wrong score in that scene, it
0: doesn't it it doesn't hit the same. Yeah. Yeah, it's just I mean Hans Zimmer's one of the best. I and mean, not mm. everything he does is great, but like when he's when he really cares, he's like on top.
1: And he were, and and he was gonna retire from doing superhero scores. Was he? Yes, he was. Uh I read that he was going to retire from doing, from doing superhero scores, but then he did, um, I think he did the score for one of the X Men movies, like he came, like, like he came back for. It. Let me see if I can find it right quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he he was going to retire from, it, but then he did the score for Dark Phoenix because mm-hmm. he said uh, in twenty sixteen he said. Uh, he wasn't gonna work on another superhero movie following his experience on Batman vs Superman, but then he, I guess, came back on to do Dark Phoenix, and then realized, hey, this movie was shit. I need to go redeem myself, and, and did Wonder Woman eighty four yeah, instead. I think he
0: did. Yeah, I mean, he's done a lot of superhero movies.
1: By the way, he's also doing the score for Dune.
0: Yes, so he also d- did the for No Time to Die. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, the right. I
1: mean, you 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 need the right person in there. For the he, he
0: knocked it out of the yeah. fucking park, I think, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. This is one of my favorite scores. I've listened to the whole album. It's one of my favorite scores mm-hmm. by him.
1: One of the better superhero scores
0: yeah. to come out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And it's an actual score. It's not like music, you know, human music, I should say. Not human, but like real life music. Like, yeah, it's not like, like that's one of my. It's whatever. one of my issues with like, the Marvel movies. Is, like, it works in Guardians of the Galaxy, but I don't need to see... You well, know, in Thor Ragnarok, the immigrant song plays like twice. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't need Twi- that.
1: Twice that fucking song played. Nothing and, against and, that song. No. I do like that song, yeah. but I don't need to hear that same song twice. Yeah,
0: especially when Thor during
1: during fucking two fight scenes with Thor. Yeah, like and, and uh, Thor had a the,
0: great theme. Like,
1: like this seems lazy. The Thor theme from the first movie was fantastic. Yeah, well, we saw what happened to that fucking saga. I mean, yeah, Ragnarok did make money, and a lot of people did like it, but when you watch... Thor 2 is shit. But when you watch Thor 1, <laughs> Thor 2, and Thor 3... Just three totally different movies. Three has such a... It, three is such a tonal shift from the first two. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's what pulls me out of it. Plus, Takeaway these jokes only hit one time. Yeah, I fucking said it. Yeah. I fucking said it. Fight me. That's my hill to die on. I don't think he's a goddamn visionary. Sorry. No, I, I don't think a he's... lot. Of, a lot of people are gonna fucking hate me for that because he's the new fucking hot boy. But I
0: don't think he's, I'm, I like Taika. But I don't think he's this like fan, this like groundbreaking director. Like he's like 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 he's the next Spielberg. Like no, I like. Well, him. It's, his,
1: I... it's his writing that people like. Like oh, like he he crafts these jokes. It's like yeah, I don't give a shit because they don't. I yeah. don't think they're funny. Like yeah, your yeah, your your uh, sarcasm and wit doesn't work with me now when that was the fucking hot thing in the 90s like doesn't mm-hmm. hit again yeah. like they it, the jokes only hit one time that's the problem like mm-hmm. Mel Brooks's shit that hits no matter how many times you watch mm-hmm. it like the Abrams when they you know, did airplane all that shit that hits yeah or or Abraham's like, yeah. like their shit hits multiple mm-hmm. times mm-hmm. like his it, it it doesn't hit for yeah. me but that's 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 my that's my opinion mm-hmm. In 1984, 66 years after the first film, Diana works as a senior anthropologist at the Smithsonian Institute in Washington, D.C., specializing in ancient Mediterranean civilizations. Diana also secretly fights crime as Wonder Woman. At work, she meets a new employee, Barbara Ann Minerva, an insecure woman who comes to idolize and envy Diana. After Wonder Woman foils an attempted robbery, the FBI asks Barbara to identify a cache of stolen antiquities from the robbery. I'm sorry, cachet. Excuse me, I'm American. Both Barbara and Diana noticed that one object, later revealed to be the Dreamstone, has a Latin inscription. Uh, the mall scene. Mm-hmm. I liked it. And like everything leading up to it, like the little like montage where she's going through the sheets and she's you know, like kicking the fucking rock Z out of the way so it doesn't hit the woman who I thought was Linda Carter. At first, I'm like, no, mm-hmm. oh, that's going to be Linda Carter's cameo. Mm-hmm. That was wrong. Um... Like all of that, it it felt like, uh, like it felt like a comic from the golden age. Or from like that's the, I said, or like we, the were watch,
0: we were watching, it, we watched it the next night, yeah. uh, on HBO Max, mm-hmm. and I said, yeah, this is like this is like a it feels like a pre-crisis, yeah, DC comic. It's very kind of bright, mm-hmm. very optimistic, and very. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like camping. But camp is good in yeah. sometimes.
1: But that's but that's also part of that Superman of, of that Donner Superman feel mm-hmm. that you get from, it, you know, cuz you can see, you know, him doing that, you know, he's just going around Metropolis like, you know, getting a fucking cat out of a cat tree, mm-hmm. who's just sleeping and being aloof. Mm-hmm. You know, like like doing little shit like that. Like that's what you expect these superheroes to be doing. And then, the, and then the entire mall fight scene I thought was fantastic. You know, she. I thought uh, it was really good. I I yeah. really liked that she pulled off the headband, used it as a boomerang. Mm-hmm. That was a great, that was a great callback to 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 Linda Carter mm-hmm. as Wonder Woman because she didn't do that in the first movie, mm-hmm. not to my knowledge at least. I, I, don't, remember, think so. I don't I don't remember her doing it, but it was nice to see that. I'm like, oh, all right, like we're getting some, you know, like we're yeah. getting some stuff here. So really? I was, I really enjoyed that. You know, the, the the score helped the fight scene. It was you know, it was very bright and You know, she made a... You know, like that little wink to the to the girl who's sitting there who's obviously enamored with mm-hmm. one Woman. You know, a little, little positive uh, female empowerment there. I'm okay with that. That was fine. Looked looked great. Mm-hmm. Um, you No, know, she, she does that little like, you know, she's like, shh, like that's like, ah, don't tell anybody. You know a fucking five-year-old is telling everybody what she just saw. Mm-hmm. No um, one's going to mm-hmm. believe her because she's five, but um, she's, <laughs> no, she's yeah. Th-
0: gonna this know. is, th- this isn't an issue I have with the movie, but it is a little bit of a, I feel a slight contradictory to what we've got before because um, like all those people saw her do that yeah. so how is she keeping this low profile like she said in Batman vs. Superman I can look past it but at the same time like because yeah, Wonder Woman 84 takes place 30
1: years before Batman vs. Superman <laughs> yeah <laughs> roughly yeah 31 years because it came out in about 2015 probably filmed 2014 16. 2016 okay yeah so yeah it was like 30 years so that wasn't going yeah because Snyder, over, come, Snyder if, comes out 5 years because to because if because if she does keep a low profile after this movie over 30 years you're gonna kind of start to forget mm. some of that stuff mm. but I mean obviously at this point you know Bruce Wayne is still just a child um Superman may have no, not no Bruce yet Wayne's
0: not a child in 84 yeah because at in Batman vs Superman he says he's been fighting crime for 20 years
1: yeah but if he starts so he's pre-
0: he if he's supposed to be in his late forties there he's in his like early twenties and early nineties so
1: so he's probably a teenager roughly mm-hmm. we'll say maybe this is about the time his parents got shot yeah I'd say could probably,
0: probably a couple years
1: well does it say didn't it say about murder Superman that happened in like eighty one
0: I don't remember a date That's little dope
1: i'm 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 sure it is i'll go I'll go back to that
0: but Oh, we'll cover that when we yeah. review the movie. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. Yeah.
1: But I really enjoyed them all. And, and those, the thugs are like, it's like, hey, we're going to get every 80s trope and mm-hmm. just stick it on these thugs. Mm-hmm. You know, like, the white guy with the fro and the mustache, mm-hmm. the mullet, the guy with like the spiked up gray hair. Mm-hmm. It's like, ah, nah, nah, nah. It's like, uh, I hear you got some black market stuff in the back. Like, that's such an 80s plot line. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, uh, the jewelry store is a front for stolen antiquities and along those lines but it was i, I enjoyed liked it, it. And i like that little part like right at the end of it when she has the the robbers like wrapped up in that uh i guess banner and then drops them on the cop car and like the score does that little like like it just ends off there like it's it was like a high it was like a like an upbeat score then it just kind of ends right there like it felt it felt very
0: 80s yeah to me which i'm fine with yeah
1: and I and I definitely think that's what what Hans Zimmer was going for. It's like you know, let's. I'm thinking they're probably like, oh, I'm thinking 1984, and he's like, all right, and pulls out a synthesizer. And he's like, oh, I got some one. flock of seagulls. Hair. I've
0: got, to, I, I've configured this out. Does that how he sounds when he talks? Oh yeah, he's German as fuck, dude.
1: Well, I just—you <laughs> know. you never know. Was he part of a uh, Ramstein?
0: I don't think so.
1: Let's say yes. Let's start that. Let's start that rumor. Okay. Hashtag Hans Zimmer was in Rammstein. Okay. Hans- <laughs> hashtag Hanstein <laughs> um, and we also get our introduction of Barbara Minerva, mm-hmm. who's very uh mousy. mousy. That's the term I was actually thinking. What mousy. You- she's she's unsure of herself. She's, you know, she's a a, a klutz, so to speak, you know. Mm. People don't really, you know, she, she she doesn't leave an imprint with people, you know. She's just kind of uh, she, you know, she's like wallpaper. She blends into the background. Like people don't recognize. Even the woman that interviewed her doesn't even realize. Mm-hmm. You know, doesn't even recognize her. Mm-hmm. And you kind of feel. And, and you kind of feel a little bit. I mean, I know. I, I kind of felt a little bit for. Her. Uh, like growing up, I was, but before I came out of my shell, I was, you know, quiet and kind of, kind of nerdy to a point. To, to a point, yeah. Uh, I was a fucking nerd. Um. But you know, you, I never really stood out. I never really did anything that stood out. You know, people kind of just look past me and stuff like that. It wasn't until I came out of my shell, obviously later on, that people were like, "Hey, look at this asshole and this fucking stupid everything." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's me." Stupid everything's all right. Yeah, that's all right. Um, but like, I but like you know, you know, she and she obviously she has she put she puts Diana up on this pedestal. If you will mind that little sort of half pun there, because obviously she's a goddess. Or half god. You mm-hmm. So you know, she has her problems. You know, she idolizes her immediately because Diana is everything that she wishes she could be, as we fucking find out later. And you know, Diana's just like you know, hey, I'm not really that great. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want you know, I she like, I've ha- I had the same
0: problems as anybody else. Now, this is a, this is part of the movie I have an issue with. Do um, I have no problems? With the fact that they had Cheetah in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I have the issue with the fact that they made her, prior to her becoming Cheetah, they just took that same trope that a lot of copper movies have done before. You have the mousy, like, air quotes, unattractive girl who mm-hmm. wants to, or person, because it's been meant to, mm-hmm. that wants to be the hero of the movie. They did it with... The Amazing Spider-Man Two. I was actually thinking
1: that movie, Jamie Foxx.
0: They did it with a couple other movies too. and so It's just like this. It, this is a trope that's been kind of done over and over again. I didn't need to see it in 2020.
1: You know the. You know what I mean? Like the villain who starts off as the friend to the, the friend to, the to, to one the the that I, you know kind of
0: looks up to the mm-hmm. our main hero, and so it's like. This, I didn't need this again in another movie, and not that, like I said, not that I had. And I thought Kristen Wiig did really good, and that was somebody she subverted all my expectations. That's there. how you subvert expectations, by yeah, though. like <laughs> that, not having like, Skywalker and green titty milk. Yes, <laughs> um, but she impressed me because I had not seen anything with her in it outside of Siren Live, and even then, I really had not watched Siren Live when, when she was on it. Mm. That I've liked her. In.
1: But this was also, I mean, because we, we've only ever seen her do comedies or something along those lines. So this was a complete departure for her, mm-hmm. you know, being in,
0: you know, like a big, uh, a, like
1: a big budget action movie and, and you know, realistically, not, not being comic relief, maybe mm-hmm. to a point in a couple scenes, but she's not like, she's not like Darcy and, uh, in Thor. Right, 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 right. Where like you know, she's the you know where she's the, like or like fucking Korg and and
0: Ragnarok, mm-hmm. or when, any of the, when, when are we gonna get that show? I, I just know. want it to be like thirty minutes of him every yeah. week playing video games. Yeah, but it's she, Piss she off ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks.
1: Anyway, any fucking way. Um, Korg was the best part of that movie. Yeah, but you know she's she's part of the movie and yeah, she makes a couple jokes, but it's you no. Know, she has a, a purpose and she definitely oh. she definitely subvert my expectations and I'm not and I'm not seeing a lot of people giving praise on that yeah. which is what's shocking to mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like I don't he- I haven't heard anyone praising like the the acting or anything now, mm-hmm. people, I've had, I've heard people bitching about the script and this and the other and I'm just like you guys are too busy focusing on the negative with this movie yeah like look at the positive with this shit look at was Some, a little bit of the litter the, yeah this, this, this fucking jack and a half. But like no one's looking at Pedro Pascal's performance That's and how right. I mean, he was just eating up the scenery every time he was on. I mean it in a positive way, not a negative way. Um mm-hmm. uh, no, he did he, he stole the scenes
0: mm-hmm. he was The in chemistry
1: right between b- between Gal and uh Chris Pine is fantastic. Of course. Kristen Wiig subverting all expectations. Like the like these were good, great acting performances, and people are just focusing on you know fucking whatever like no one's really looking at the the positives everyone's too busy focusing on the negatives, mm-hmm. and a lot and i i I know I'm gonna sound like uh i know i'm gonna sound like a you know it's all fucking sour grapes towards the review sites like hotbook.com and i g n and stuff like that, but they haven't mentioned anything positive about the movie,
0: yeah.
1: Once again, proving that comicbook.com is probably on the fucking Marvel dime. Yeah, I know people are like, oh, or on some bullshit. Or, dime. Or, or, or 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 they're getting paid by somebody to make cause it, But it's like I would like to see some some articles accentuating the positives of this movie. If it's so bad, like like the, the, the then tell me what did work for you with this movie. Stop shitting on like oh well this didn't work this didn't work. All right, well what did then? Like what was something that you liked from the movie? I know a lot of people fucking hated it, but you no. Know, Honestly, it's what you and, and and you you mentioned it perfectly when you said the thing with Wonder Woman is her like Rogues Gallery, if she has one, so to speak, is not very deep, and a lot of people do not know about it. So when you get Maxwell lore, when you get Cheetah, you don't like you really don't know what to expect. Mm. Because people are like, oh, well the, well, the villain was weak. It's like, well, Maxwell Lord is not a super villain. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have powers. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have, like, the money that Lex Luthor has. Mm-hmm. Like, he He's a corrupt businessman mm-hmm. who didn't even start off corrupt. He was basically just, like, a, I guess you could say, a con man, so mm-hmm. to speak. And it just kind of went from there. But he was still a good person deep down. He just.
0: Mm-hmm. His it, it was the eighties. It in, was in, great. In in, in, was, in fact, I he was say. the comic book version of Gordon Gecko. Yeah, in fact, I'll say that uh, the only thing in my opinion that Maxwell Lord is really known for is killing the original Blue Beetle in Infinite Crisis. I think it was. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Crisis on Infinite Earth. No, because um, I misspoke when I was talking to you about it the other mm-hmm. day. But Crisis took place before Max Lord was even introduced into the comics, so it had to be Infinite Crisis by Jeff Johns. Um, I, I just can't remember. I know he kills Ted Cord though, and I'm almost positive, it, yeah, it was Infinite Crisis. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Final Crisis. Um, that's really kind of what he is known for. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
1: Diana unknowingly uses a stone by wishing that her deceased lover, Steve Trevor, was alive. His soul then returns and inhabits another man's body. Later, after Diana saves her from an assault, Barbara wishes upon the stone to become like Diana, inadvertently attaining Diana's superpowers and godhood. Businessman Maxwell, Max Lord Lorenzano, visits the Smithsonian under the guise of a wealthy donor, secretly coveting the Dreamstone in hopes of saving his failing oil company. During a gala at the Smithsonian, Max seduces the unwitting Barbara who was taken by his charm to gain access to her office and steal the Dreamstone. He later wishes to become the embodiment of the stone and gains its power to grant wishes while also having the ability to take whatever he desires from others. There is nothing wrong with that plot. There is nothing wrong with like he's like he. he and the Dreamstone is and, from the comics. Yeah, and it's not a
0: big part of the comics. Um,
1: I don't but, hear people bitching about the Dreamstone when we, when we literally had six stones that were the fucking basis for a twenty-two movie fucking saga. Mm-hmm. So, and, enough which, of bitching which, about the which, Dreamstone.
0: End, uh, as much as I like as much as I love Endgame, which really kind of ended in a convoluted way. to be fair. They. Uh, Endgame was not as well received as people think. I think it was. It, it wasn't. Right. Um, and, and I, I think time is going to not be favorable. To endgame. I enjoy. Endgame. I
1: think Infinity War is better than Endgame. Oh,
0: hands down. And we'll my, talk about that yeah, eventually.
1: Yeah, we'll get to that.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Not even close but like Max way. Lord, he's as I as I just said, he is the um. We'll say the the the, the he's the comic book version of Gordon Gecko from Wall Street. Yeah. He is eighties opulence. He wants. The money he wants to be number one. Like, mm-hmm. th- that's what the eighties were for people who didn't live in it. Obviously, I didn't live that much in it, and mm-hmm. I, as did you. But you know, I'm. Um, right,
0: I spent a whole two years alive. Oh, excuse me. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I didn't realize I was
1: talking to Don Johnson himself. <laughs>
0: hey. Easy,
1: easy there, Sonny Crockett.
0: <laughs> Fucking calm down. No, I'm yeah. a, I'm Harley uh, Davidson, the Marvel. Guy. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> My dad's favorite movie. Does that
1: mean I'm Mickey Rourke?
0: Yeah, about time. Yeah, you're a failed boxer.
1: <laughs> failed actor. That <laughs> That's a lie. I, I, the, the, the wrestler
0: was a great movie. We should do that. Yeah, eventually. I, yeah. I enjoy. I enjoy Mickey. I'll say Mickey Rooney. <laughs> Mickey, you enjoy Mickey Rooney. Yeah, Mickey Rooney as the wrestler. <laughs>
1: He'd be fucking classy, Freddie Blassie. He'd be so goddamn old. Mickey Rooney in the Breakfast of Tiffany's. You enjoyed Mickey Rooney? Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> you enjoyed Mickey Rooney when he was when he was the new Fallout Boy in that episode of The Simpsons when he replaced Millhouse. <laughs> <laughs> the, the goggles they do nothing. Fucking yes. Fucking yes. But I mean, I did, no, I I watch a lot of documentaries on the '80s, and I'm uh, I'm a big nostalgia person, so i say nostalgia buff, I guess would, would be the term. Mm-hmm. But like I've seen like the CNN documentary or, or not, not CNN. Was it the CNN or ANA? Either way, one of them, they did a thing on the eighties, which I watched. Plus I watched all the, like the, I love the eighties shows that VH one did, And I was enjoyed doing a little research on it and seeing what, you know, kind of like where we came from to where we are now. And I mean, that's all the eighties were, it was, it was excess. It was greed. It was, I mean, there's a reason why it was called the decade of decadence. And that's the real, I mean, and Max Laurie is the embodiment of that. He wants to be number one. He wants to have all the money. He wants to have all the power. Mainly just so he can look good for his son. Because mm-hmm. he doesn't want his son to think he's a loser. Because yeah. as we saw later how, how he came up, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't want to be viewed that way. Because obviously it's a, it's, a, it's a tough button for mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Which would be anybody who would be bullied. Now, if you're called a loser all your life, you don't want to be called that yeah. as an adult because it's a, it's a mm-hmm. it's a rough fucking button. Mm-hmm. It's like being called stupid if you're retarded. Mm-hmm. You know, like in Forrest Gump when the one hooker calls him stupid and Lieutenant Dan gets offensive, don't call him stupid. Yeah. Like that's one that's yeah, one of those things. Mm-hmm. So it's and like as we said, like like Pedro Pascal, dear God, he is fantastic. He's on fucking
0: fire, man.
1: Why is this man wearing a helmet and the fucking Mandalorian? Because he is fantastic. He was fantastic in this. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, do the thing. Do the thing. It's like I forgot what the book says. but he does, like his his catchphrase on TV. Mm-hmm. People are like, "Oh, it's Maxwell lore mm-hmm. like it's, it's fantastic stuff." I like the the look of the Dreamstone. It didn't look, it looked very common. It looked very yeah. average. So it looked like a piece of junk. So mm-hmm. you, it obviously you wouldn't think that it had any type. You know, it wasn't like the Infinity Stones that were bright. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to make a comparison, but a stone is a stone. I'm gonna that's where my comparison is. You no, know, it, it doesn't shine, it doesn't glisten, it looks dingy, it looks, you know, tarnished. So, it, it's, it doesn't look like it's a big thing. But, uh, like, Barbara wishes upon it, you know, just hoping, because you know, she doesn't know that Diana has powers. Uh-huh. She just wants to be popular. Yeah. You know, which is, you know, everybody wants that, to <clears throat> to, to, to some extent, so... You know she doesn't realize she she doesn't realize she has any of that strength until later on in the movie, but you know she's finally getting all this attention and she's just kind of not really sure how to, you know, how to deal with it. How, how, how to you cope know, with you know, this? She's this new she, found, uh, exactly. she, she she's taking it all in and just using it for. You know, people are noticing like, oh, hey, we're looking good today. You know, she goes to the she goes to the. Um, Let's call it like Wanamakers or something that was open in the eighties. Oh, she went to Gimbals and got a new dress uh, and uh you know the heels. She's like, oh I'm not really good in heels. Gimbals, man. isn't that from mannequin? No, gimbals. That's the, that was Macy's uh competition back in the day. Was it? Yeah. Uh. It's I got it from a uh, Simpsons also where it's like Marge, there's a Macy's and a gimbals. You're gimbals. <laughs> 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 um but you know she's still like unsure of her. There. when Touch looks up in here, she's like, "Oh, like I like it." And then you know, she she walks into the gala. People are just, you know, all eyes are on her, just as they, just as they are on Diana mm-hmm. when she walks in. Because mm-hmm. you couldn't st- shut the fuck up about it. <laughs> you know, so She walked in, you are like, "Oh my god, I love God." Yeah, like you were, like you were, you were those guys in the movie. <laughs> but
0: with Gal Gadot?
1: And indeed, you were. Um. So Max, and we also get our, the live, well not live action debut, because he was, he was on the, he's been in some other things. Like cinematic uh,
0: debut? Of
1: his, the cinematic debut of Simon Stagg, played oh. by a, a guy who's like a no-name guy, who did a couple, he, he's done some TV things. And I didn't realize it was Simon Stagg until they go to his, oh my god, yeah, I didn't Stagg either. Industries. Yeah. Like, all right. like, like we should have put two and two together. Can I help you? You know, a businessman named Simon, and clearly it's gonna fuck a Simon yeah. Stagg.
0: I kind of had a feeling when he said the name Simon, I was like, is this Simon, is it gonna be Simon Stagg? Yeah. And we
1: get, and we see just what Max's power is with the stone, mm-hmm. he, you know, he's touching him, and mm-hmm. he's just like, you know, wishes, like, oh, I wish for it too. It's like, then your wish is grinded. It's like, I'm gonna take all your stock, and you will be taken out of my way. And then the was like, the FCC shows mm-hmm. up. Oh my, are we in danger? Oh, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my. Oh, my, are we in danger? Sure. No, no, tax problem. Move along. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Fantastic. So he's become all fucking powerful. And then, he, you know, Barbara mentions that he let him borrow the stone and Diana's anger bets. And, you know, it's like it wasn't even ours to give out. And you let someone borrow it. That she finds out going into his office. Fuck! You no, know, the gods made this stone. Uh-huh. But which god? Loki. Basically. DC's version of Loki.
0: Yeah, I don't...
1: But I think but, but they're all based, it, it's all based off of like the God of Lies and uh, Dolos, as it's said here. Steve and Diana steal a plane and follow Max Lord to Cairo. Max becomes a powerful and influential figure while leaving chaos and destruction in his wake as his powers trigger worldwide instability and conflict. Barbara, Diana, and Steve later discover that the Dreamstone was created by Dolos, the God of Lies, treachery, deception, and mischief. So basically loki mm-hmm. the stone grants a user their wish but it exacts a toll like the monkey's paw yeah like when you do a wish it takes something back from you mm-hmm. so like you would wish for a million dollars but it would take your hair
0: mm-hmm. yeah i would do that trade i know you would i love my hair but
1: you can just wear a wig yeah a nice Luther. wear a nice wig Grace criminal mind power wig you'd be that guy yeah yeah. The only way to reverse the exchange is by renouncing the wish or destroying the stone itself. Steve realizes his existence comes at a cost of Diana's power while Barbara's newfound life has drained her hu- has drained her hu- her humanity. Both women are unwilling to renounce their wishes. What did you think of that Cairo fight on the the highway of uh, Cairo? I thought it was very good. It was yeah. very well done. I mean the CGI looked a little rough, when, especially when she's running. It, it doesn't look good when she's running. But that's really, I mean, there's a, a couple other parts that doesn't look bad, but it looked especially bad when she's running. But all the fighting that was done, you know, on the highway, um, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Fantastic.
0: I misspoke earlier when I said Ted Cord was the original Blue Beetle. He was the second Blue Beetle. Yeah. My mistake.
1: You're thinking of... Uh,
0: Dan Garrett was the original one. Yeah. I do not know who Dan Garrett is. I've only ever known Ted cord and Jaime Reyes. <laughs>
1: Excuse me. I was a candid driver. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we see that, like Max, he's just—it's you know—he wished for the the Egyptian, he uh, wish for his oil, and it's just like I sold that. That's mm-hmm. like oh well,
0: yeah, I'm
1: taking it. your security team. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like it's like because you're definitely gonna need it for the wish that you just did. Mm-hmm. Fantastic, but then you, know, Diana gets shot and seen there. She's got the wound and she's bleeding and
0: she's like, ah uh, shit. Yeah, Something's you know, right. you can figure out that, you know, I kind of yeah. had, um, now granted, I when this movie got delayed over a year mm-hmm. ago, which I, I don't understand why it got delayed, yeah. I really don't, because um, right after it got delayed, the, uh, mm-hmm. the plot did leak online, and I listened to a couple YouTube channels that read the plot off, so I knew what was coming, um, I still like the movie, it didn't affect anything. Um so I knew but I I didn't know that um that part that her powers would start to be drained because that's because, what that's yeah. what the stone was thinking. But I figured it out when she couldn't rip the lock off the door. Right. That's when I that's when I realized it. So um so what do you think of um what did you think of how they brought back Steve Trevor in this?
1: Uh I thought they were just gonna have him manifest. Like, j- j- just manifest, just be there, not yeah. so much as inhabit another man's body. Like Heaven Can Wait. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Heaven Can Wait. Um, what a ridiculous movie. But, uh, or like
1: uh, Down to Earth, that one where Chris Rock inhabited the... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
0: So I know I, this, is, this is the stemming of some controversy with this whole thing, because they sleep together. Mm-hmm. So, he, I guess she kind of raped this Hallmark Christmas special actor? And you
1: leave Christopher Palaha alone.
0: No, I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he doesn't do just Hallmark Christmas movies. He does uh, the Hallmark Mysteries ones, too. Oh, well.
0: Lord yeah. How
1: how dare you be so insensitive? My, oh, my.
0: <laughs> um,
1: Should have just got Lacey Chabert, then, if that was the case.
0: <laughs> but So, what did you think of that whole...
1: It's uh, like it's a problem. I don't think she raped the guy because it's it. Like yeah, it's his body, but it's it's Steve's soul and mind inside his. Mm. So what what happened to that
0: guy? guy? Where what happened to that guy? He just like disappeared for a while.
1: I I guess he was just. I guess he just disappeared for a few days. And they're like, "Oh, where'd you go?" And he's like, "People made fun of me because of my outfit, so I stayed inside." We see the montage of him trying on the different outfits. I liked it. See so, you know, all these pockets. You know, there's pockets here. It's like, it's, are people it's parachuting everywhere markers. now? Good pockets. Look at these shoes. These shoes are great. Leave these pieces, Marcus. I've got good pieces. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's going to be in uh, Jurassic World Dominion, as well.
1: Who, Christopher Palaha?
0: Yeah. Mm. I'm going to avoid that movie like the plague. So it doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> you say that now.
0: It'll be get five dollars from me on an AMC Tuesday. You're goddamn right it will. Uh
1: So they go and you see Baba Babaji, who is this guy who knows Mayan history because Uh the stone has, everywhere the stone has been, the civilization has, or the collapse of their civilization has followed. Uh So Rome, the Mayans, such a stuff. And that's when they find out about like the, like the monkey paw effect. Uh
0: Uh, so I'm reading here on the, on the Wikipedia page, because I have it on my laptop, Lucy Davis, who played Etta Candy, was actually the woman in the photo, in her apartment, that they aged for the photo. That's pretty, I figured it was. Yeah, much, that's pretty
1: yeah. cool. Yeah. Max learns from the U.S. president, it's fucking Reagan,
0: yeah. That,
1: yeah. <laughs> that the nation's satellite system can broadcast signals globally. Max uses it to grant wishes to the entire world while regaining his now deteriorating health. Diana and Steve confront him, but Barbara joins forces with Max to prevent Diana from impeding him. Steve convinces a tearful Diana to renounce her wish and let him go, restoring her strength while gaining the ability to fly. She returns home and dons the armor of legendary Amazon warrior Asteria. She then battles Barbara, who has further mutated into a cheetah-like creature after wishing to become an apex predator, like Randy Orton.
0: So uh, we did we did gloss over the scene of when Barbara was um, getting the information for Diana mm-hmm. about um, um, when she's coming out she starts to run yeah so I could have done without every guy going hey baby what's up yeah I could have done without all that you could have just had her turn down that corner and that same asshole be there and then she mm-hmm. kicks the, ha- the shit out of him. Yeah. That would have been a well-done scene because it's the same guy again, but now she's got the confidence and the power mm-hmm. to fend off his unwanted advances. You yeah. didn't need, you know, five guys going, "Hey, baby, you want a little slap and tickle and stuff like that." You know what I mean? Like that was a little heavy-handed. Like yeah. not, you know what I mean, um but with her beating the shit out of that guy like I like that part like that's how you go okay but she she, you know and then she realizes like oh I'm taking this too far and mm. that's when you know that's when uh, her um, the the homeless guy comes up and she's like he's Bar- like
1: Barbara what are you doing and she's like Fuck you. And she didn't she, did, she didn't say
0: she did. that. Yeah, fuck you too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so like Barbara, like like what like what's going on here? And she's like, What goes on in this street is none of your business. <laughs> then maybe as long as I'm living here it is.
0: <laughs> then maybe you shouldn't be living here.
1: here Here's a little uh little bit of trick for you. When, when when he's sitting on a bench when she first comes up to him and gives him the meal, mm-hmm. the book he's reading is waiting for Godot. Is it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, little little nod there to her last name being hmm. similar but I and one of the things I really liked is I, I know we glossed over when we go back to it with the with Barbara realizing she has the the pound of strife is the cheetah score that kicks in or the, or like her score that kicks in
0: I did like that
1: that is really good mm-hmm. that is, mm-hmm. I that is fantastic yeah I do enjoy that cause like it's dark it's like the Wonder Woman score but like the 180 of it it's fan. it's fantastic. That president was 100% Reagan. Yeah, for sure. They didn't call him Reagan. I know he was yeah. 84, so we think it was... But then he's like, more missiles, more... It's like, yeah, you're fucking Reagan, dude.
0: I mean, he's... Oh, no, it says right here that Stuart Milligan appears as the president Ronald Reagan. Oh, because it says here, it just says U.S. president. Yeah, it says it says down at the bottom. Oh, okay. It says...
1: He's all Betty be- be- by, by both. Huh? Nancy... Oh, have you seen the other half of my head? And, you know, she's got Max, and she's like, "All right, you know, we gotta get the fuck out of here. You need a answer." But then Barbara shows up, and she's like, "You know, she doesn't want to give up this power because yeah. she's never felt this confident. Uh-huh. She's never had this power, so it's it's consumed her." And she's like, "I don't know. I'm not going back to that." So she's got to yeah. protect Max, and that was a great fight inside the White House. Just between yeah. between Cheetah and Wonder Woman and Steve just fighting off the Secret Service. No, that
0: was a great, great fight, especially because, um, you know, I know a lot of people have said that um, they've kind of said some like not not don't want to say nasty stuff, but it's like dumb shit about that fight. And it's like you don't realize that in the comics, Cheetah is almost as powerful as Wonder Woman in the comics. Cheetah yeah. is very powerful in the comics.
1: Because people are like, oh, like, how can she, and, and, th- and that's another thing that people are they're like, oh, well, how can she fight Wonder Woman? It's like, because she wished to be like Diana. Mm-hmm. So she has her powers. Yep. Like, pay attention to the fucking movie. And then I'm going to rant. Okay. This is my issue with this shit, with these fucking critics. Because you know the ones who bitched about it didn't go see it in theater. Mm-hmm. They sat their fat asses on the fucking couch and they watched it, phone in hand, not fully paying attention to anything. Mm-hmm. That's my problem. If mm-hmm. that's how you're, if that's how you're judging movies, you have no fucking business being a rated critic mm-hmm. on fucking Rotten Tomatoes or any of those fucking sites. I agree. Because how can you give something a a a full critique? If you're only half paying attention to it, mm-hmm. if you're asking questions, oh, why is Barbara so powerful to fight uh, to fight Diana? Because she asked to be like Diana in the beginning of the fucking movie. If mm-hmm. you paid attention, like seriously, just watch the movie. Is it the hard concept? Put your goddamn phone down and put your eyes on the screen. Mm-hmm. Ah, that, that that's all I got to fucking mm-hmm. say. And I think that's a problem with a lot of people who gave it a bad who gave it a bad review cuz they weren't fully fucking paying probably, attention. Probably. They're busy scrolling through Facebook or fucking looking at dick pics of God knows what and they're just like, "Oh, there's a movie on TV. Oh, why does she fucking fly now? This is dumb." Mm-hmm. Although her flight scene could have been cut down a few minutes.
0: It's, well, it wasn't a very long scene, but shave a little bit off and and that is my overall um problem with the movie mm-hmm. is I think it's about 15 to 20 minutes too long. Right. I think probably the stuff they cut from the movie, because every movie has cut scenes, uh, they probably cut some of the wrong things out of the movie. Right. Um, but, and I'm all about long films. I had, I mean, Endgame mm-hmm. was warranted being three hours long. You're watching and go, yeah, you know, you couldn't really cut anything out of this movie. It would have been, you know, a mess. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie should have been about two mm-hmm. hours and ten minutes. I think, and it would have, because at, at one point in this movie, I was like, this kind of feels like a two and a half hour movie, mm. and it's, it, it was a little too long for me, a little do, just a little too long for me. But then
1: when you cut it, if it gets cut down to two hours, then you're like, well, shit, is this going to be like a Justice League thing? Mm. Or they cut too much out of it. Um, we completely glossed over the Invisible
0: Jet. Yeah, we did what did you it was, think of the invisible jet? That was a nice nod to the past. It was clever. Yeah. It was a clever way. I mean, I'm not a fan of the invisible jet. I like flying Wonder Woman, but right. um it was it was nice a little nod to that past. There was it was a nice scene too yeah. between them. It was yeah. a nice scene too.
1: I'm also surprised that Steve knows how to fly a current era jet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's I mean it's some like, of the He's like I wanna fl- I wanna fly it. i want to fly it. And we're like they, you haven't flown anything and
0: long time yeah i mean it's it's mm-hmm. a little it's a years. it's a little, years, it's a little questionable yeah also it takes a long time for jets to warm up you can't just turn them on and drive away like a car it takes like an hour for them to be ready for yeah. flight so and
1: like the flight scene of them in the jet might have been a little too long also you probably could could have mm-hmm. cut down that you didn't need to drive through the fourth of july fireworks well, i mean what, it was nice because steve had never seen any of that
0: yeah well that's what i'm saying about cutting the movie down from two and a half hours to mm-hmm. about 210 is if you cut a minute here, a minute here, you're just trimming some of the fat. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between trimming fat and like removing whole scenes. If you right. trim some fat, and then you're like, oh, hey, we just cut fifteen unnecessary 15 minutes from the movie, it, it just goes a little bit faster, yeah. and it's a, it's a little less dragging on. That's, mm-hmm. that's how I feel about it.
1: Yeah. And to all the idiots who said that she lassoed a cloud... She did not. She did not. She threw the lasso forward, and if you look at the point of the lasso, it's spinning like a propeller, and she's using that to propel herself. Mm-hmm. But, you know, hey, she lassoed a cloud because we only half pay attention to movies when we watch them. So, that's a, that's a major fucking issue, I think, nowadays. This is why I hate when people pull their fucking phones out in a the theater, because not only is it distracting to me, mm-hmm. because I can see the blue light mm-hmm. from your phone. Yeah, it's also ex- incredibly It's disrespectful. Extremely, extremely disrespectful <laughs> to the, the people who make the movie. I mean, I say that as I sit on the couch and watch movies, but That's these movies different. came out fucking 30 years ago that yeah. I'm watching on TV. Like I'm watching Ghostbusters, too. That came out 31 years ago. Yeah. Like, watching it, it, <laughs> to, you, you've got my money because I've already bought the DVD. So, mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. you know. But you know, a little respect to them. And, and you're going to fucking critique it and you're only 30% paying attention to them. Anyway. After defeating Barbara, Diana confronts Max at the tv station uses her lasso of truth to communicate with the world through him convincing everyone to renounce their wishes she also shows max visions first of his own unhappy childhood then of his young son alistair wandering the streets terrified crying for his father amid the chaos max created a tearful max renounces his wish and rushes to find alistair reunited max repentantly promises to be a better father people thought that was weak what wh what, what, what are your thoughts on that?
0: Um, I think it was bold in today's day and age to not make a father look like a fucking loser. I mean he was a loser. But he loved his son and his son loved him. Yes. Whereas I mean
1: later when the greed got to him when he was complaining, like, Oh, it's weak, sir. How many weekends do I have? Yeah.
0: Like But at the same time. How many movies have we seen in the last five years that have made characters deadbeat fathers? Most.
1: I mean, we literally just watched the fucking Santa
0: Claus, mm-hmm. where That's, I mean, that was twenty-five fucking. years Yeah, ago.
1: where I mean, we know Scott was not a deadbeat father, mm-hmm. but
0: you know, I mean, obviously, Laura. I mean, I can think of thought one, he was. I can think of one on the top of my head. Give me something. Me Force Awakens. He turned Han Solo, Han into a deadbeat father, war hero, like family man. Completely tore his arc apart because you wanted to make him a smuggler again because you're an original hack. James, I'm not gonna get into it, but I'm saying like that's not the only movie that's done it in mm-hmm. the past five years. Yeah, it's it's you know,
1: there were a deadbeat mother's too. Mm-hmm. But I guess the concept of deadbeat father—it's just—it's so ingrained that that's mm-hmm. that's our automatic go-to.
0: Yeah, and um, I mean, I again, if you're if you defend movies like Captain Marvel, which I, I fucking fell asleep in the theater for ten minutes during this fucking movie, not this movie, Captain mm-hmm. Marvel, like mm-hmm. that nothing happened in that movie, but oh, that movie was yeah. so groundbreaking. <laughs> nothing happened in two hours in that fucking movie. It was one of the most boring movies I ever fucking seen in my life. The action was shit, poorly choreographed, it was filmed like garbage. But yeah. But there was a, that movie made that movie made a billion dollars because of meeting yeah. in Endgame, let's be honest. Yeah,
1: because because people This they, movie because because
0: they made you think that you needed to watch yeah. it before
1: you saw Endgame and I turned and I turned back to them and said, No.
0: Yeah. No, I, I only went to see but I didn't go opening night. I went like Tuesday for five dollars. I didn't. I refused to go opening night. I only went to see it because I love the MCU, mm-hmm. and I've seen it one other time since then. And that was when I did my chronological viewing of the MCU.
1: Right. The uh, now th- this goes right back to the people who were bitching on Facebook who don't know anything about Wonder Woman except from what they saw. No, I will say this from what um, they saw from you know the movies or what they know from or what they. Hey, or, or I should say, not so much what they know from Wonder them, but what they're claiming they know, which is just an exaggerated uh, interpretation of what they think they know of Wonder Woman. Like, oh, Wonder Woman should be kicking ass and like, and like, like beating people up. That's not going to be her style. What is beating the shit out of Maxwell Lord going to accomplish? Mm-hmm. Now, granted, in Final, it's not going to fix the damage that he
0: caused. Yeah, I mean, in, in 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 Infinite Crisis, she does kill Maxwell Lord. Yeah, you know, he she snaps his neck, but like. You're not to that point yet in the DCU. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to see Maxwell Lord come back.
1: Listen, some people are gonna say that are gonna are gonna dispute you on that and say the Superman snapped Zod's neck.
0: Yeah,
1: and he's not a killer, even though he clearly
0: is. Not, it's not the first go to, but he did what he had to do. He was fighting somebody who was equally as matched as him
1: he did that's my argument he did what he had to do that's
0: my argument Zod and Superman are equally matched with each other what do you want him to do and he clearly and we'll believe me I'm gonna fucking poke holes in everybody's arguments when we get around the reviewing Man of Steel um what did you want Superman to do to a guy who clearly had no intention of stopping his quest to destroy Earth
1: or of killing the family that he was clearly going to get with his uh, laser eyes Mm -hmm. Uh, he wasn't going to stop and he th- thought, he's like, oh, you know, you're not going to do it, you know, you know, then he did what he had to do, and clearly Superman was pained by it because he screamed after he did it, but mm-hmm. whatever,
0: whatever. No, it's, I'm, I'm done arguing with people uh, I'm about done. Yeah. I'm done arguing about casuals, about comic book movies and comics, and I'm done arguing with people who think they know about comic books because they've watched Smallville or any of that bullshit that had nothing to do with the fucking comics
1: or any of the fucking, or even the fucking DC shows, like Flash and Arrow and all yeah. the other stuff. Which did start off strong, but now they're they're so far off the fucking rails, mm-hmm. it's like nothing makes fucking sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, why is every episode Barry, like, uh, moping over fucking Iris for no goddamn
0: reason? Every episode, he needs somebody to tell him, run, Barry, run.
1: Yeah. It's like, motherfucker, this is all you've been doing for six seasons, running. Why do you need someone to keep reminding you that that's what you do? What did you think of the fight scene between Cheetah and uh, and Wonder Woman? In the White House?
0: No. Or at the end? At the end, where, where,
1: where she wasn't Barbara anymore, she was Cheetah.
0: I thought it was a good fight. I didn't really understand how she was able to electrocute Cheetah and not be electrocuted herself underwater. Yeah. That didn't make any sense to me.
1: I, I told you she uh, her her gold suit was rubber lined.
0: She was grounded. I guess. Cuz that didn't make any sense to me. Like yeah. bitch about that stuff. That's a, that's a little, that's an issue. You're like okay, how did how you know, mm-hmm. come on now. Like but that doesn't take it away from me. Yeah. Like yeah. I thought I thought when um when Diana showed up to that area mm-hmm. in in the armor and she, you know, quickly took everything, you know, all the people out and then and then Barbara showed up. I thought that was well done. Yeah, because she can. Her eyes are glowing red, and mm. I thought that was really well done. Yeah. That was really good.
1: And this is and this will go back to and and this is another thing that people were bitching about with the CGI was the look of Cheetah. They're like, oh well, clearly they they, they took it from cats. Did you even fucking watch cats?
0: Did people, you even see the fucking CGI giant cats? People are now using that as they're it, using it as it's, a, it's one of those hot takes. They heard somebody fuck one somebody say and they were like, Oh, I'm gonna use that to describe the movie now. I saw like 40
1: fucking tweets.
0: Like, (laughs) so my question is, How would you have liked to have seen it done? And don't tell me that the MCU can do it better. Because go back and watch Infinity War and look at Mark Ruffalo's floating fucking head in the Hulkbuster armor. Go back and watch the PS2 graphics at the end of fucking Black Panther 2. That looked like fucking or Black Panther. That looked like fucking garbage. There are plenty of times in the MCU where that's... Norway and Ragnarok. Green screen. There are plenty of times in the MCU where the CGI has completely failed on every level. Yeah. So, you're trying to make somebody look like a fucking cheetah that's, you know, not actually a a, 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 a four-legged cheetah. Yeah. So, sorry. I thought she looked good. They probably could have done better, but I thought she looked good. I would have liked there to have been orange.
1: She looked better than the fucking the CGI that they use for cats. Yeah. For the five minutes I saw that movie, yeah. I was ready to just kick our cats out because I was afraid they were human faces.
0: Well, guess what? That's sorry. That's the birthday podcast. For yeah. Me.
1: Well, I'm just gonna. I'm all I all I have to do is read the fucking description off Wikipedia. I don't actually have to watch the movie because I'm gonna ask every <laughs> question I have I'm just gonna go to you. And be like, so what you think of Mr.
0: Okay. <laughs> it's gonna be fucking terrible, <laughs> Mr. McFesto. It's it's not the movie I'm choosing for my birthday, but still, I should do that just to piss you off.
1: But, like I would take a... like just look at a screen a screenshot of Cheetah from One Woman mm-hmm. and then look at anybody who is a cat in cats. You're gonna tell me that cats looks better or that is looks the same? Get fucking real. Get fucking real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At least at least she didn't have a goddamn human face. It wasn't Kristen Wiig's face. Super on a, cat's on a fucking cat's body. Yeah, they, they... His mouth is open. What the hell's going on? Hell? <laughs> He's like, you guys are making fun of cats and I don't like it because I'm a cat.
0: Meow. Mm, but, I mean, Sleepy. I thought the the concept was good. Like I said, I think they should have made her like a, more of an orange color like she is in the comics. In animated films, I would have been. I think. I think it would have done it a, a little bit more of a justice. I think. I think the color palette they chose for. it.
1: Um I mean, well, it was night, so maybe if it's in daylight, we'd have a better look at it. But she didn't renounce her wish. No, she just. She just lost. Uh, she lost her uh, apex project. She, she lost her Randy Ortonness. Mm-hmm. So, but she still has, as far as we know, she would still have the powers.
0: Yeah, I hope she does,
1: because. I mean, she she didn't renounce which yeah max wished to renounce himself but she didn't make the wish to max when he was the stone she made, she to, made she the wish she made to, to the, the stone. stone
0: yeah so, so good I, I hope so and i i wouldn't want to see <laughs> cheetah come back for the next movie i think they should make another use another villain mm-hmm. um but definitely i'd like to see them bring cheetah back at some point you know um so now we're at the ending
1: um, I want to go back to the to, to to the Maxwell Lord thing. Okay. Uh, excuse me, I'm about to burp. <coughs> You're welcome. <laughs> a something, a little, a little something for you guys.
0: You're welcome, everybody.
1: You're welcome. That's a free one. She had to use the lasso of truth on Maxwell Lord mm-hmm. to convince him because well, that's where I was going. Yeah, yeah, I was, that yeah. I wasn't all skipping right, above okay,
0: that. But right. I was saying we're at the mm-hmm. end fight, so or, you know, air quotes mm-hmm. fight. To so, go. Ahead.
1: She did what needed to be done. You, I mean, yeah, you could destroy the stone, but killing Max wasn't going to solve it. What's
0: that going to do? I mean, he wasn't a bad person. Mm-hmm. And and what did I say to you when we were watching on HBO Max? I said to you, if you swapped out Maxwell Lord, Wonder Woman, and Cheetah for Superman, Lex Luthor, and Bizarro, nobody would have bashed this movie. No. And I'm not, I'm not trying to make it seem like people are bashing... Um, it because it's a, a female-led movie. I'm saying if you would have put a well-known, a more well-known, everybody knows Wonder Woman, but I'll be honest with you, Wonder Woman comics are not big sellers. She's beloved in the comic sphere, mm-hmm. but she com Wonder Woman comics were never. They don't sell like Batman and Superman, right? And they never have, and they probably never will. But. She's she's a well known character. She is part of that holy trinity. She's she she's the holy trinity of DC. But she's she's not, you know, she's not Superman. So if you put Superman in this movie and replace one, if you and what is going on with this guy?
1: I don't know. He tried to pull his head in closer, <laughs> and then when he couldn't, he just got mad. And I him, I and I don't think
0: up. anybody would have bitched. I no. think if you if if Superman shows up to that bunker. And Bizarro was staying up there going, you know, oh, me, Bizarro, me like baloney or whatever he fucking says. I mean, he hates
1: baloney? (laughs) Superman, I can let you in.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, and, and then they fight, and then Lex Luthor's, and they're doing the same thing. I don't think anybody would have bitched about it. Although
1: you're not gonna Superman, no matter what, is not going to convince Lex Luthor to renounce his wish if he has the fucking Dreamstone. Lex right. is gonna be like, "Yeah, hey, you're gonna have to kill me," or he'll go,
0: he'll do, he'll fucking do some bullshit to where he, air quotes, renounces it, but actually doesn't renounce yeah. it. like he's, gonna, he's a like, "I like, renounced it. I got my fingers crossed behind my back. <laughs> <laughs> my shoelaces were tied." No, because Lex Luthor's <laughs> always got fuck. He's got plans He's got, he's got plans backup on plans. Black plans backup the backup plans. Yeah, he's so, he's
1: he's up the plane double Z. So.
0: Yeah, but. Um, and again, that that's not me trying to say that that people are bitching about this movie because it's Wonder Woman. I just if you put Superman, they're in bitching some,
1: because they're because they're not well known villains, and so they, they
0: don't know, and they don't know they like really Max don't o know Lord, the characters. Like, like Max Woman. O Lord is not he's not
1: a super villain. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, he's a. I mean, yeah, and I guess in in terms mm-hmm. he is, but he doesn't have any
0: powers. No, he He, he didn't get telep- uh, telepathic powers till much later. In his history of in the comics, yeah, because he debuted in Justice League, I think, in the eighties,
1: eighty seven was yeah. his debut. Um, so he doesn't even exist yet in this movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Excuse
0: me, taking take a sip.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, oh, did the mailman startle you? Oh, excuse me. But um,
0: again, I I I'm okay with the ending. I I I didn't think it was this. I think that's this is where people would be like, well, you know, because they expect like a Marvel movie. This is where I always say that the MCU was a cursing and a bless, a blessing. Mm -hmm. It's a great self-contained twenty-three movie arc in the Infinity Saga, but I mean, not every movie is good. Uh, Let's be honest; they're not all great movies. Um, But they are all formulaic. It's a movie. They they, a lot of them follow the same patterns, and what, what do they end with? A big boss battle. Yeah, and that's what they expected because that's how Wonder Woman, 2017 ended, mm-hmm. a big boss battle. Which you know, what, I went back and rewatched that which, boss which, battle, which Patty Jenkins didn't want. No, but I did go back and rewatch that boss battle. It's not as bad as people say, or and myself, and myself because mm-hmm. I did think that the, there was a shift in tone in the third act. Mm-hmm. But it's not as bad as people like to claim it is, and like I said, including me, because I've I've bashed that third act of Wonder Woman. It's a pretty solid boss battle. Mm-hmm. It is, a- and. Uh, so, and we'll talk about that when we do Wonder Woman because I, I we're, we both love Wonder Woman, so we're going to do that movie down the line. So, um, but that's what, I think that's what people expected, and they didn't get this big boss battle. But again, like I say, what is she going to do? Is she going to punch Maxwell in the face and break in his face. He'll look like his character from fucking Game of Thrones, and the mountain crushed his fucking skull. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because she's so powerful. I mean, she, you know, I mean that'd be like Superman punching a random guy. He's just gonna he's gonna explode. Yeah. 'Cause he's so powerful. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like that's that was a really nice way for for, 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 now, for his her for,
1: acting for his arc, for, for, for Max's arc in yeah. this movie, he needed to have he needed to have that yeah, like that come to God moment or yeah. like that come to Jesus moment, yeah. moment. Where he had to realize like what yeah. he did.
0: He, you could see he was a he was a con man, but he was a good man at heart. Yeah. That got drunk with power. And what do most people do when they have power? They get drunk with it, and they crave more power. And that's exactly what he did. He realized he could literally control the world. And that's what he did. Now, there are some people on YouTube that um, said that they should have moved the movie up two years to 86. And they should have had him... uh, like con people with the hands across America or hands across. Oh, the that would have
1: been good. That yeah.
0: I agree with that. That would that, been that good, actually yeah. would have been really good. I think that yeah. would have been a better way to do his plan because I don't think his plan's bad. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of that was bad. Maybe the execution wasn't the greatest, you know, with the the particles and the TV. So I mean, that was a little like, yeah. all right, that's a little much. But I think the hands across America thing would have been, uh, and yeah. I, I heard that from Midnight's Edge. That's what they were saying. Like that would have really um, jacked up the quality of the film because yeah. it, it would have you, you could have taken a real it life event, event yeah. and you could have had to, and i agree i think that would have been a really clever thing for them to do like maxwell lord could have been like orchestrating the hands across america because yeah. he's got this uh what's this um what do they call it um underlying uh have
1: yeah. we wall joint, uh, joint hands and then just wish for what you want
0: this um what do they call it uh it's a like um what do they call it when uh, like this underlying deception i guess it, ulterior motive. Ulterior motive to it, yeah. Um, I think that would have been really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I, I think this would. This is the only way that she could have stopped mm-hmm. him. You know, yeah. Um, with mm-hmm. the, the, the Lasso of Truth. And mm-hmm. I, I absolutely think that they're going to eventually circle him back around into some sort of... Probably a Justice League type movie. Maybe he'll be part of... Well, who knows what they're doing? Because we won't. We don't really know what the future of the DCU holds until the Snyder Cut comes out. However, Patty Jenkins has said that Whedon's cut is not canon. She said that um, a few months ago, because she said that. Because uh, and Jason Momoa has said that Aquaman is very much a sequel to, to Snyder's Justice League. So, and Patty Jenkins has said because because they're all friends.
1: Mm-hmm. So.
0: Who knows? They, they might turn around and do a uh, Unjustice League or the Legion of Doom, and Maxwell Lord could be brought back. Maybe well, he was going to be much
1: older if that's the case
0: because yeah, eighty four. Yeah, but you never know. You could turn but around. But
1: she could. But, but Chita could one hundred percent come back because if she didn't renounce, because if she, she didn't renounce her yeah. then she'll be uh, immortal like like a uh, Diana is again. But you or, never know. They, could, they could bring
0: back. They could. They could bring back Pedro to be Maxwell Lord, and make him a little older. You know, put a little gray in his hair. And then be like, you know, when I wished to have to be the, the the dream stone, it left me with powers, and he's now he's telepathic.
1: Yeah.
0: Boom! There's his powers from the comics. So.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, All right. Let me get to this. Uh, yeah. Like end let's, let's,
0: let's 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 yeah. start writing, yep. writing mm-hmm. this down.
1: Sometime later, Diana meets the man whose body she possessed, while she continues to watch over the world. That little like Christmas carnival scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In a mid-credit scene, Asteria is revealed to be secretly living among humans, much like Diana. She saves a, or much like Diana, as she saves a baby from a collapsing pole, Finn, which, which I, is revealed to be um, Linda
0: Carter. Linda Carter, which yeah. you could clearly tell, you could tell that, when she, when she was telling the story. Mm-hmm. If you know Linda Carter, you would have recognized her eyes right away. Yeah. Though her eyes are blue. And they made him green in the movie.
1: But I recognize but like yeah, but seen you, him enough tell, time. you can yeah.
0: clearly tell it was her though. Now I had heard that she had had the cameo in the movie mm-hmm. and I can't remember where I saw I'd heard that this was the uh it was only about a week or two before mm-hmm. the movie came out. Um oh it was probably when it came out overseas. I would heard what the cameo was and she was gonna right. be a stereo in the movie and I was like, Okay, I'll buy that. Mm-hmm. I'll buy you make her an older Amazon, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, um, I, mean, I think that was a nice look, way to. Look, to well, that's
1: her. what I told you when she starts the movie. I'm like, that be, I, I said that'd be cool if she was, yeah, you like an older Amazonian. Yeah, so I mean, hey, I got that one. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I got like a little, like a little choked up when I saw that because it's like, finally, mm-hmm. you know, there's, you know, and then she makes that little crap. It's like, oh, I've been doing this for a long time. It's like, yes, yeah, yeah. it's like, it's like a Amazon. wink and a nudge to yeah. the camera, which I
0: like that. A lot of people yeah. were bitching about that it was like, but they purposely did that. Yeah. though. they didn't like. They didn't, like, accidentally do that. They purposely made her, like, kind of wink and nudge into the camera because that's the original Wonder Woman. Yeah, and it now, didn't... granted, that Wonder Woman show is not that good. And right. it wasn't as popular as they're trying to sort of revise history for it. But it is, a, I mean, that's the only live-action version of Woman we've ever had prior to, to Batman vs Superman. Yeah. I mean, she's the. I mean, she's
1: the one that... That they were comparing Gal Gadot to.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, yeah, they, they were supposed to uh, Wonder Woman series in the like the early 2000s or mid 2000s with the Andrew, where was it, Adrian Padalecki or whatever? Oh, was it? yeah, 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 they, yeah. but the, like that never got off the fucking round.
0: What do, you, what do you got going on there? Turned it on. Doing a the thing. Well, I'm gonna end the show with playing the theme. Oh, all right, <laughs> Let me, uh... uh, out of ten, I give it a seven and a half, I give it a hard seven, yeah, flat seven, yeah like
1: the cgi looked a little choppy especially when she was especially when she runs a couple of other scenes that looked a little rough
0: uh she um, runs a lot better than ezra miller does as the flash to be seen because that was whedon's version yeah but at the, yeah. It, as, of, as of right now that yeah. looks stupid as hell
1: but like it, it like because like she's like standing up straight while well, like her arms are yeah. like like her arms are moving. No, yeah, me. I agree. So except so like some of the CGI did look a little choppy. The runtime I think was a little too long. Like you said, they should have yeah. cut it down mm-hmm. to like twenty minutes, or mm-hmm. they should have cut twenty 15, minutes even out of it. Fifteen minutes would
0: have gone a long way,
1: I think. But uh, I had no problems with the script. I had no problems with the dialogue. I thought Maxwell Lord was I don't want to say perfect to his comic version, but very very close to it.
0: I mean yeah for the most part as him m- as a businessman yeah. yeah I mean um I don't think it was it was
1: terrible. Yeah I, I you know I think the, I thought the acting performances were too much. I the, this whole thing of you know Diana doing things because she you know oh or no she or because of like you know, she becomes love sick or whatever. Like listen. 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 Fucking listen. If anybody out there has ever lost a loved one or lost the love of your life, mm-hmm. are you going to tell me that you're not going to wish for that person to come back? Mm-hmm. Like I, mm-hmm. like, like if I know if, uh, God forbid, if Amy goes before me, I'm going to be absolutely crushed. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, that's and obviously that's going to, you know, even people have lost someone. They're just like, you know, like I would give anything to have that person back. Mm-hmm. And this is what happens when you mm-hmm. do give anything to get that person back. Mm-hmm. Like, so stop with this whole like. Oh, she became a love sick. Stop being such a fucking uh, uh, a fucking spinster mm-hmm. and bitching about someone loving somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe if you like, the, like, the only people I see bitching the people that bitch about it, it's like, have you guys ever really found the one? Like, you're like the love of your life. Are you married? Are you with that person? Like, how would you feel if you lost the? How would you feel? If you lost the fucking love of your life, like she's not doing anything that nobody else wouldn't have done. Who is still grieving over that loss? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, maybe sixty-six years, maybe a little too long to hold on that grudge. Mm-hmm. But she was on the for how years? long before <laughs> fucking Steve Trevor showed up? Yeah, like, and that, and was, she, and she fell in love with him. So, you know, it was, a, and it was a new feeling for her. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know enough with it already like stop bitching it that's the thing and like actually put yourself in that place if you have lost love or... first off you have to have met the love of your life to even get to even feel that sort of loss mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to like bash fucking single people but if you're single <laughs> and bitter over it then that's probably the reason why yeah and I'm sure I'll get sh- and I'm sure I'll get shit later on down the road nah, from anyone who fucking listens I'm like, hey, man. It's like well fucking it's my goddamn opinion. It's, it's my. They can't point cancel. View. Who doesn't want it it's to It's my
0: cancel. point of view. From it. you can't, you can't shut me up and you can't dumb me down. Yep. So um, I ain't going anywhere. So I give it a seven and a half. And the this is my. Uh, I'm gonna read you off my original ranking, which I don't know what the fuck I was thinking when I did this, because this is all wrong. So this was, or this was the original eight movies of the DCU. I had Birds of Prey at eight, Suicide Squad seven, Justice League at with the weeding cut at six. I had one of them at five. Like, yeah and Shazam at 4 which I know that didn't change Man of Steel at 3 BVS at 2 and Aquaman at 1 now I don't know why I put Wonder Woman at 5 because I do think Wonder Woman is a better movie than Man of Steel so here are my updated mm-hmm. so I go Birds of Prey at 9 that's still the worst of, of the bunch Suicide Squad's at 8 and Justice League at 7 I know I'm mean, we're, we're Snyder guys but I do find some enjoyment in that movie which I spelled League wrong by the way because I'm an idiot Man of Steel I have at 6 Okay. Um I, I do love this movie, but it does drag at times. I have one okay. room in eighty four at five, again, um, seven and a half. Uh Shazam at four, again didn't change. Batman vs Superman three, one Woman two, and then Aquaman at one. I know mm-hmm. a lot of people don't understand why I love Aquaman so much, but I do. I, I, I think it's I think it's phenomenal. I think it's yeah. phenomenal Excuse me, you're gonna step on something. But he's like I
1: know, that's what my yeah. whole point is. It's gonna make a crinkle sound. Oh, hey, yeah, hey right, there you, it goes. Yeah, can you can you not for okay. two minutes? Can you go outside or something? What are you doing, dude? Come on, get down there. Yeah, don't but, don't um, par like you're gonna be lovely <laughs> and shit. Like just don't. Step but um,
0: things. so that that's my updated ranks. Uh
1: Favorite scene, man.
0: It's it's between it's between Thaumascara and uh, hold on, let me go. I moved my laptop. Go ahead. Oh. it's between Themascara and um the White House fight. I'm gonna say. It's tough, man. It's between that. They're, they're both really, really, really yeah. great. Scene. What What is yours? I'll come back to that.
1: For me, it's the White House fight.
0: Yeah. Mm.
1: My least favorite scene. It's not in so much that's the least favorite scene. It just it could have been cut down. It was just them in the jet. It could have been cut down yeah. a little bit. And her learning to fly. Now look at him. Hey, he just one. Hey, crinkle, Cran- crinkle, crinkle. Maybe it's a little cold.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. I'll go the White House fight too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. It's a great fight scene. It really is. Um. I got nothing else.
1: I have nothing else to add.
0: Yeah. Do you want to do another movie this weekend? Or you want to just leave this for... for
1: no, time? let's leave it the way it is. Because right. I, I don't know. Well we'll, well, we'll think about it.
0: Yeah, well, we got to do tomorrow... No, tomorrow. The Living Daylights. We'll yeah. do that at some point by the end of the week. Mm-hmm. And then we'll post it out on Sunday for Station 007. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we'll, uh... We'll let you know if we're going to do, do another movie for this week. And if not, this is your podcast for next week. So yeah. we'll, we'll see you either this Sunday again or we'll see you in like a week and a half. So mm-hmm. um, I've been Dean Holtz
1: I'm still Joe Rogers. And we will see you in the multiverse. I like this song. It's nice. Yeah. No, it's nice. It's nice. They wouldn't allow us something to scare.
0: You. No. No. No, we'd be dead. Shot on sight. Yeah, we'd be dead. Shot on
1: sight.